From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Diz Unplugged, roundtable discussion for the week of January 18th, 2012. I'm John Magi, and I'll be your host this week, and I am joined by our Orlando team, Kathy Whirling. Teresa Eccles, Corey Martin, Kevin Close, and Maxine Turn running the controls. In this segment, Corey Martin is going to tell us about the exotic driving experience at the Walt Disney World Speedway. Now, I got to tell you, this is all over the news. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Every news guy in Orlando <laughs> has driven that car. Can I jump in just for a second before this sure. to update something we did in the last segment? Sure. Okay. We just got an email from one of our listeners. Dear podcast team, my name is uh, Lori. I'm a longtime listener, almost from day one. The reason I'm writing to you is to let you know about a Give Kids the World fundraiser. I'm the owner and head coach of a gymnast- gymnastics facility in Shelby Township, Michigan. I have a gymnast- an amazing gymnastics team. My gymnasts held a gymnastics competition on November 20th, 2011, to raise funds for two charities, Give Kids the World and Lupus. The gymnasts, ranging in age from 9 to 17, organized an executed the gymnastics competition all on their own with the goal of of all proceeds to go for charity. The event brought in approximately 500 people between competitors, coaches, spectators, and volunteers. The meet was a huge success. They were able to raise $5,000, which will be split evenly between Give Kids the World and Lupus. How nice. This weekend, we are traveling to Orlando to complete compete i'm having trouble talking at the wide world of sports in the sand dollar gymnastics invitational while we're there my team will be volunteering at the give kids the world village we are while at the village the girls will present their check for twenty five hundred dollars noting that will be part of the power of 10 fundraiser we're really looking forward to volunteering the gymnasts have learned so much during this experience they watched all the videos on the power of 10 website played the videos at the competition and watched the movie letters to god after seeing these videos they were inspired to get the word out about the about the village we have added the power of 10 logo to our business website hoping to reach as many people as possible not only did the team learn a about the charities they learned about hosting an event. Maybe some future Diz Party planners are here. They were divided into committees. There was a hospitality, decorations, computer scoring, registrations, concession, admissions, and more. They ordered chairs, ordered prepared meals for the meat officials, collected gate money, and ran a concession stand. This is a group of girls that trains gymnastics 20 hours a week. Most are straight-A honor students. Four of our seniors just received full gymnastics scholarships. They are leaders amongst their peers. Wow. So thank you, Lori. Yes, uh, thank you. We appreciate your input. Very cool. I apologize. I didn't mean to interrupt. This just came into my email. Breaking news. Breaking news. So back to exotic driving experience at Walt Disney World Speedway. Like I said, I can't turn on the news without some mm-hmm. you know, weatherman <laughs> or some weird reporter putting, you know, talking about driving these cars it's a big deal i thought it was a big deal i mean i was really looking forward to it i i talked about this on the podcast a long time ago um i think in august when it was still just a a rumor that i leaked accidentally but yeah it, it was awesome i was invited last friday to go check it out to drive one of the cars um i'd been looking forward to this for a while um, for those of you who don't know, this gives people, guests traveling to Walt Disney World or Orlando, the opportunity to drive a supercar around a one-mile track with a professional driving instructor 
in the passenger seat. Now, the exotic driving experience, this features cars by Ferrari, Lamborghini, Audi, Porsche. So these are not slow cars. These are not cheap cars. This is a supercar. And, and it's also like the Lamborghini is, I don't know, I'm going to get it wrong. Do you have the information on it? Yeah. It's the fastest uh, production car in the world that can reach like 230 miles an hour, some ungodly speed. Or well, yeah, there's um, there's several cars you can choose from. There are two Ferraris, um, Ferrari F458 Italias. There's a red one. There's a black one. This is the cream of the crop of all the cars they have here. This was voted 2011 Car of the Year. That's the one I was reading about. Yeah, okay. that's the one I drove. <laughs> the red one? The red one. You know, it's only right. Driving a Ferrari with a son named Ferris. Red Ferrari. <laughs> Now this is this is about a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar car, zero to sixty in about three point four seconds. I mean, it's just there was so much power behind this thing. I'll, I'll get into that later, but the that's the top of the line. You can go all the way down, all the way down to the Porsche, and that's your I'd say more affordable car that you can do. It's not as fast, of course, but there are two separate uh, Lamborghinis you can do: the Lamborghini Gallardo, Superlaga. This is. Another, you know, $260,000 car, 0 to 62, 3.4 seconds. The Lamborghini Gallardo, um, not non-Superlaga, this is about $220,000, 0 to 62 in 3.7 seconds. The Audi R8, 150000 0 to 60 in 3.7. And the Porsche 997 S, about $100,000, 0 to 60 in 4.1 seconds. So when I was invited to come check this out, I really didn't care what car I, want, I was going to drive, but I knew I wanted the Ferrari. And you couldn't pick when you went there. They, it was just luck of the draw. Oh, really? Well, you can pick when you purchase a ticket, but for the media oh, and, okay. and everybody reporting on it, they didn't want to... Everybody's going to pick the Ferrari, of course. Okay. So they passed a, a hat around. You got to pick which one. Okay. I got lucky. Yeah. I got the one I went for, the Ferrari. So... Um, when you do this experience, you need to get there about 30 minutes before your, your time starts. So if you start at 1030, get there, get there beforehand. You need to fill out some paperwork. Um, if you read it, I'd get there about 45 minutes beforehand. <laughs> I just went and signed everything. I mean, it's, it's a lot. You're signing your life away, basically. Is it more paperwork because the cars are more expensive than when you did the Richard Petty experience? I didn't do the Richard Petty experience. The, I was with, I was with Will. Okay. Um, but with this experience, there is a driver waiver fee, uh, a driver release fee. It's $35. Okay. And this basically frees you from any damage. If you pay attention and you mess it up, mess up, this will free you from the damage. Oh. Okay. If not, State Farm's got to pay or what? <laughs> well, if, if, you're, if you're not following their instructions and you're not paying attention and they tell you don't do this and you do it and you wreck the car, then they can, they can come after you for the oh, cost of the car. Oh, good Lord. So my adrenaline was running, I mean, racing from the moment I got out of bed. Not only because I was going to drive this super fast car, but I was going to drive this super expensive car. And I've never done anything like this before. I've never sat in a Ferrari before. I've looked at them. I've seen them in Miami. I've yeah. seen them in Laguna Beach. Same thing with Lamborghinis. You know, I've, I've seen them, but I've never had the opportunity to sit in them. So I was, I, was very, I was looking forward to this. I was playing hardcore rock music the whole way there. I was, like, hyping myself up. I'm like, this is going to be awesome. Um, but my adrenaline was running, and I was nervous, mainly because I didn't want to wreck the car. Um, so let me talk to you about the track. 
Now, this is a, it uses the same track as the Richard Petty driving experience, but it only uses half. Um, yeah, it uses the tri-ovals tri backstretch and turn two. So I'm sure, Kathy, you know what the, the turn two is in the, the Richard Petty or NASCAR. You go the opposite way on this track. You're going clockwise, not counterclockwise. Okay. I think it um, it just makes for a better experience. You're not you're not you don't Why? have to hit. Well, if you look at the track, you'll have to. I have a picture of the track on the website. You avoid some sharp turns by doing the the main stretch, and then that lets you really open the car up. And then you take a right into. Um, there's an inner course they created with a, a street style um, obstacles with. Uh, cones that you need to okay. to follow and oh, it sounds like that video game I played. What was that? <laughs> that speed racer car thing. It, it is like a video game. It really is. Grand Prix except Auto? You, something. I don't know what it was. Except if you crash, the cops were following <laughs> me. <laughs> Do the whole thing. That wasn't a uh, video game. That was last week after it was the called I four. Right. <laughs> yeah, the interior section is pretty fun. I mean, there's there are hairpin turns and switchbacks. You do quick fast uh, left and right turns now how fast are you going when you're doing that you're in you're in second gear here's the thing that oh it's not <laughs> we, automatic well <laughs> i'll get to that okay. they cover the speedometer on the car they don't want you you know i went in there going all right i'm gonna hit you know 110 miles an hour they don't want you looking at that trying okay. to reach that speed so they cover that up you went 30 you don't know how fast you are how fast you went or how fast your lap time was until you go watch your video okay your video has every single lap that you do broken down by how fast you got up to and how fast your how okay. fast you did your how lap. many laps do you get six laps you okay. start off with six laps you can always add more laps okay. for for money oh absolutely this is not a, this is not cheap. so it's not a time thing so if it's if it takes you two hours to do six laps then <laughs> i i would hope it wouldn't take i mean whatever hours. yeah it's not a time okay. thing your and your instructor will coach you through it so how close if you estimated how fast you were going how close were you to what you actually went my top speed was 121 miles an hour on the back stretch and i did the whole lap one mile lap in just under a minute 59 seconds what were you wearing a little helmet oh yes you wear a helmet you the the coach will why would let you helmet wear a- be little <laughs> what why is this helmet little i don't know now i i had no idea i thought i was going fast on the first three laps and they tell you the first two two laps just make sure that you're you're getting used to the the course because the inner course the interior the interior course um you're basically playing connect the dots with cones they have cones set up slow down for the (laughs) stop it yeah going back and forth and so you um you're basically playing connect the dots with the with the cones that are in there and he'll tell you all right go to the orange cone you go to the yellow take a take a left take a right so he's coaching you through it, the first lap and second lap. He'll keep coaching you as long as you well, don't know there, what you're doing. I mean, okay, there was, you were, there was, was there ever a time where you were like, oh, you're like swerving or anything? You no, know, like a no, lot not, too much play in the wheel. Oh, my God, no, I'm losing well, see, control. I, mean, I, I was, I had faith in the car, but I never knew how much faith I should actually put in this car. This car is made for this. It's not going to fishtail. You're not going to slide all over the place. That's what I'd be place. worried about. This car stuck to that road. I mean, it, I just couldn't. I was speechless. 
you know, on the one of the last laps, he said, all right, now really floor it. I'm like, okay. That's when I did the 121. Okay. And they tell you, the, this car has amazing braking power. So I oh, went from 121 Lord. miles an hour and was able to brake before I hit the, the inter uh, section of the course. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> In no time. I was wondering how many times you were going to say intercourse. <laughs> now, children, a question I was getting asked a lot about this. It's do a these city c- in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Actually been there. It's a really pretty place. I have been there, too. Really, it is. A- we all have. Go ahead. <laughs> the, um, I get this a question asked a lot. Do these, these cars have automatic? Yes, they do. They have an automatic option. They also have a manual option. I did both. I wanted to check it out. But the manual option... It's so easy. There's no clutch on these cars. Oh, really? These are paddle shifters. They're right, they're right behind the steering wheel, so you never have to take your hands off the steering wheel. The right is up. The left is down. Is that standard? I mean, is that like yeah, if, you're, if you were to computer, buy the car, it's that it's way? It's computer assisted. Yeah, this is right off the lot. Come on. Isn't That's that where my directional is. In, <laughs> in your this is why this car is so yeah. expensive. I mean, this is computer assisted. It knows. Even if you're in manual mode, it'll, it'll know and compensate for you not, you know, shifting correctly not doing but it's so easy and right in the middle of the course i think we went through three laps i said all right now switch it to automatic you know i want to see what this does still shifts beautifully but it's you know it's kind of it's it's more fun when you're so the scenery was whizzing by and you're just like flying right you're flying were you talking were you concentrating well he talks to you a lot and you can you can talk back to him say all right how am i doing like i was in the intersection and i said all right how am i doing Am am i going too slow am i going too fast he goes no you're going you're going good because I, I wanted to know, can I go faster? But, Without freaking and hitting the, right. the little bales of hay or whatever they put along the I mean, the you just have to put your faith in these cars. <laughs> these cars are made for this. These are race cars. And if you, have, if you own a Ferrari like this, you drive it up and down the street. I mean, these cars are made for the track. Well, that's what they say. They say, um, you know, I saw the guy being interviewed and he said, I know you can go to a, a rental car place and you can rent these cars. You pay more for them, and people do that all the time. He said, but you're not going to get that true race car driving right. experience because right. you can't do it on an open road. Yeah, what are you going to do? Hit the beach line and yeah. blow out the toll booth or what? <laughs> and I've always wanted to rent a Ferrari. I've been saying this for the last four years. I wanted to just, for my birthday, just rent a Ferrari for the day and drive around town and pretend it was mine with a big yeah. rent me sticker on the side. <laughs> <laughs> but this was, an ex- car. this was an experience. Now the another question I get asked are these you know are they governed means or is there a max do they stop you at 80 miles an hour no these are straight off the lot there is one thing that the pet that your coach has control over he has a little dial everybody starts off at 10 if you do your first lap and you do your second lap and you're going following his instructions he'll keep you at 10 the whole way 10 but it, what 10 zero out of 10 power of the car so he can he control he can knock you down to 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 50 horsepower if he wants to my dial went to 11 (laughs) (laughs) if you're not if you're not paying attention he'll he'll tone it down Hmm. or if he sees you can't freaking out yeah if he sees you can't handle the car he'll slow the car down oh that's good but do you know it or do you still feel like you're he doesn't have a brake or anything i'm pulling you back here he doesn't have a brake but he has control over the horsepower in the car he can slow you way down. Parents, and that, that's parents for, need that. That's for their safety too. Children. I mean, you're driving a you're driving a three hundred thousand dollar car. They don't want somebody, you know, trying to peel out and yeah. So going crazy. 
there were other people that were doing this at the same time you were. Yes, and there were multiple cars on the track. Oh, ooh, that was my next question. Yes, there, there are multiple cars on a the track. They had passing lanes. Were they passing you? I got to pass a Lamborghini. Wow. <laughs> Did you really? Oh, yeah. Well, that not, was me. Not on the <laughs> not on the the back stretch. There's the a grass. there's a passing area inside of the of the course where they'll they'll radio to another driver. Okay, we're coming ten up. four on Lamborghini Pass, and he'll say, "All right, when the Lamborghini goes here, you're gonna you're oh gonna good cut lord, pass. wow." So who do you know what other people's speeds were? No. So you know, you can't compare. Well, I mean, you can go in and look at everybody else's video, but. You know, it's. I was too busy out there looking at all the cars, smelling the fumes. <laughs> yeah, you really can't do that. Now, the like I said, you're going to get there about 30 minutes before, and then you go through this hour course, um, like a classroom course. They're going to show you videos of of what to do, what to expect. They're going to talk about the cars. They're going to answer your questions. They um, they'll let you know. They'll go through the whole course for you. On, on a video simulation should say, all right, this is where you're going to turn. This is where you're going to accelerate. This is where you're going to feel the car. This is where you're going to start braking. If you're, if you're riding in manual, brake first, shift down last, then go through the course in second gear. Once you get out of the, the course, you're going to go through the back stretch. That's where you open the car up. You remembered all that? Well, you have to almost, but if you don't remember, the, the instructor will tell you. I mean, he's... Dials you This kind of gives you a... Let you know what to expect. Yeah, I was going to say, you would want to know before you went out there. Well, yeah. Right. They'll talk about the paddle shifting. They'll talk about the safety line, um, the safety features of the car. I mean, and they tell you over and over again, this is unlike anything you've ever driven before in your life. Trust this car. This car can do amazing things. And it did. I mean, I I even doubted it because I didn't want a fishtail, or I even doubted how fast it can break. Because I don't want to run into a blue concrete wall either. Yeah. But I trusted this car. It was, I was speechless. One's crying. I what, <laughs> one great thing about this experience that I think is going to, um, I think it's more, more so than the Richard Petty experience, a lot more people are going to be able to do this. Yeah. There's no height or weight restriction. The door's open. Yeah, you don't have to climb are- in through a window. Yeah. You don't have to put a suit on. You just put a helmet on. Really? It's a it's not a, a stock car, so in the heat of the summer you can they can put the air conditioner on if you want, if it's too hot out. You're not gonna be sweating. I mean it's just I think a lot more people are gonna do this. It's been selling like crazy too. Is it more pricey than the other? It, it's pricey. It's, it's pricey, but you know, it's cheaper than male enhancement surgery. <laughs> so apparently, not that, but okay. It's um, where did that come from? <laughs> I've been trying to work in it. Yeah, no, for the last twenty minutes with all those intercourse, couldn't work it in there. Now they they say the price is accessible. Not, I mean, they, they never mention the word affordable, but you know, accessible. It, if you sell a kidney, it's or if you're the you know, well, if you're the one percent, you can own one of these cards. If you're not, you can drive one for six laps. You know the the price for the Porsche. Porsche starts out at two eleven. That's with tax. Everything I'm saying here is with tax. Um, the Audi is two eighty six. The Lamborghini Gallardo three thirteen. Lamborghini Superlaga, Superlegra, uh, three sixty one, and the Ferrari is four fourteen. Now for that's, how, that's, that's for six laps. Pricey, but the two hundred and three hundred dollar ones. 
I'm sure there's lots of people that would buy that, like for dad. I would. A father's. How how (laughs) much time are we talking? How much time from beginning to end? What was your experience? Uh, Overall, um, the typical experience is probably going to be about two and a half hours. So two hundred bucks an hour. Yeah. You know, you got you got your hour class, and then you go out, and you know there are turns. I mean, if if you have six people in your class that are driving the Ferrari, you might not be the first one driving it. You might be the last one. So you kind of just sit and wait and watch everybody else. And So put it in perspective, what's the price of, of a kid being fully boutiqued? Yeah, I mean, I, would, I, mean, I, I wouldn't do, do that something either. Like but I'm just this. saying, I mean, this is yeah. like a special Boutiqueing event, a special, special thing for and somebody. I see it as an opportunity. I mean, you don't get a lot of opportunities to, to sit in one of these cars, much less drive one. Or even to sit there and watch them. And you can go there and watch, too. Now, let me talk about the thrill ride. They offer the thrill ride... Which I had a chance to do. I, I kind of stayed there because I just couldn't leave. And and one of and one hoping, of my fr- hoping someone <laughs> take them along. <laughs> and one of my one of my friends that works over there, he said, "Do you want to go for a go for a ride in the Ferrari?" I'm like, "Sure." And the driver was Christian Fittipaldi. Oh, wow. He is a professional NASCAR Formula One, so he was in the driver's seat. If you go to the Exotic Driving Experience website. Does that mean something? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Kathy knew who it was. Yeah. <laughs> she did. Right. Kathy's eyes lit up. Right. So um, I'm like, sure, I brought the video camera. Um, if you go to the, their website, he's the one driving in the, the little video they have. And he, he also did, does like the little test, uh, the classroom video that you watch beforehand. And I got to sit in the passenger seat with him driving the same course that I did. Good thing that I didn't do this first. Because you would have tried. I would have tried what he yeah. did. I, I have video up on the website. I was speechless. I think I said wow like a hundred times in the video. I was. Your eyes were open? Complete. Did you mess with the radio? The hardest thing was trying to hold the video camera. I mean, he got it up to 138 miles an hour going so close to the wall. I mean, if he just stuck his hand out the window, he'd have touched wow. the wall. But, I mean, he's a professional. Yeah. <laughs> and I. But you can do this ride. I mean, Christian's not going to be driving, but you can do this for $105. And you were okay with that? Oh, I'm, I was loving it. What did you have to here. sign for that? I just wish we had the radio on playing some like hardcore <laughs> music. Do they have an iPod dock in these cars? They do, but I don't think they'll oh, let they you. Oh, they bring yeah, it Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, um, Same papers to sign for both experiences? I think you probably have to sign a little bit more for this one, but I think they're right along the same lines. I think it's more for the ride-along is probably more liability for your safety, and the driving is more liability for the car as well. So I'm sure it's different paperwork for both. Yeah, there are age restrictions for this. Uh, You have to be 18 years old with a valid driver's license. Make sure you bring a driver's license. They will look at it. Um, But for the thrill ride, you can be 14 years old. Wow. Oh, if I was a 14-year-old in, in this thrill living, ride? Oh, scare the living daylights out of your kid? <laughs> I mean, I don't know really? what, what at Disney would compare to that. Yeah. I mean, this I is mean, my new favorite that, ride at yeah. Disney. If Test you're track. into that kind of stuff, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Now, if you do do this, you need to wear long pants, wear tennis shoes. Ladies, no high heels. <laughs> um, they will supply you with a helmet. Everybody has to wear a helmet. Um, Reservations, like a bike helmet or what? No, it's like a it's a car race helmet. Okay. Yeah, and you'll you'll be happy you have it on too. And wear sunglasses too. I had sunglasses. You just don't want that. Uh, you want to make sure you can see everything really really clear. I had polarized sunglasses on. Um, reservations definitely need reservations if you want to reserve one of these cars. They have several times during the day. These can vary though, depending if there's a group in. Uh, 
8 a.m., 10 a.m., and 1 p.m. And if you do reserve this, I would try to reserve it towards the beginning of your vacation. That way, if it rains, if you do this on your last day and it rains, you're SOL. I mean, you just have to wait to the next time you come back because there are no refunds. Or if you do ask for a refund, I think you there's like a $75 processing fee or something. With like rain that. or anything? If you need a refund, there are no refunds. They'll let you come back again. They'll let yeah. you come back. Well, the good news is rain in Florida doesn't last long, and hopefully it'll clear up and you'll be able to still do it that same day. Now, do you still get picked up like over at Lost and Found, or do you park at the track and go in? You can, you can do either or. You can park at the track. Okay. I mean, it's free parking. Even if you don't have a reservation for this, you can still go because the thrill rides, they don't take reservations for the thrill rides. So you can just show up and do a thrill ride. The only thing about the thrill rides that you can't pick the car that you want to be in. Okay. So you might have in your head that you want to go ride in this Ferrari, but it's just the luck of the draw. But you know the driver's going to be good. It's not going to be oh, good. It's, it's a professional driver. Okay. No, 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 absolutely. Okay. You know, it's not going to be you driving, Teresa. Well, you know, I'm thinking. <laughs> now, these are expensive, and there are additional costs, too. When you're driving it, you are videoed. There's a video of the road, and there's a video of you. Oh. <laughs> are the helmets mirrored or are the helmets you can see your face the the helmet's open oh so there's no glass no in there's front. no glass speed racer no, well, no i just thought if you could take a video and it was yeah there's, there's no glass in that's front me of it. It just, yeah that's me it just covers your head tell by the chin it's me five two and 110 pounds so if you want the if you want to see or own that cd with the hd video on it the it's 89 teeth. bucks you can watch it there. They'll put they'll put it in there and let you see it, so you can see how fast you went. But if you want to own it, eighty nine bucks. Eighty nine bucks. If you want to oh own it on God. a jump drive, that's going to be ninety nine bucks. They also take a photo of you. Family and friends are allowed to come out there. Photo of you doing what? Well, right before you get in the car, you stand there with your helmet on, and they'll take a photo of you standing Next in to front the car. of your car. I posted one on my Facebook say, page, yeah. yeah. But not, not touching the car. Just standing oh, no. there. Well, no, if, you, if you're driving it, before you get you're in the car. You're not sitting on the hood. Okay. <laughs> laying across the hood. Yeah, laying across. <laughs> not a white snake video. <laughs> Jeez. Here I am with my car. <laughs> so if you want to own that photo, that's seventeen fifty. It's a 5 by 7 And if you want it with the frame... Um, Good Lord. It's $35 and a large plaque. It comes with two pictures, uh, $69. So, you know. Again, this is a special occasion thing yeah. that people say all the time, what can I give dad? What can I give my brother? What can I give? I think that this is a great addition to Disney. Absolutely. I don't yes, want to do, do it. It's not my thing, but I think it's a great addition for people Crap, who want there it. goes my Christmas idea. Well, see, I felt that way about the, the Richard Petty driving experience. I was offered... To drive that, I still am, but I, I was never really interested in it. You know, I used to be in gymnastics, but I still don't want to clown through the window of a car. Yeah, and I think this opens it up since now they can open doors that people can just get in instead of trying to wedge themselves through the window. Really? Right. These so. cars sit very low. So if you have trouble getting up from a low area, I mean, these, these are really low to the ground. I think this is going to be quite popular. It is. It's already quite popular. We've seen a lot of... Um, a lot of tickets come in for this already. I'm um, just to let you guys know. I mean, I know this is expensive, so the Diz has special pricing um, on these. Like for example, the the Ferrari that they sell for four fourteen twenty nine, we have it for three eighty four. Yeah. So there's some savings. savings. You know, maybe that pays for your thirty five dollar, um, you know, release fee or something. Maybe that pays for a photo. Buy your new underwear. Yeah. <laughs> 
And so you did Lamborghinis, you can save up to gas 30, up to 30 bucks. Um, they do make you go over to that place right around the corner and get gas yeah. before you go. <laughs> you have to fill up at gas or whatever. Yeah, there are some some savings there. Now, I'm trying to think what else um, that I need to tell you about. I can you ride with the windows down? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I just can't believe I was in the... I got to, got to drive a Ferrari. Cool. And also, it still had that new car smell. Oh, oh God. I love the new car smell. The new car smell of a Ferrari. Did it smell? It had, the, it had black leather with um, like red stitching. Oh, wow. Oh, it's amazing. Did I mean, I, when, I, when I was growing up, I mean, I'm sure men still have posters of these cars on their wall. Yeah. But, I mean, I had posters of Ferraris and Porsches on the wall. I and, used to have pictures of cars up on my wall, too. Seriously? Honestly. Does this make you? Did this scratch the itch, or does this now make you want to buy this kind of car? Or is it things like, oh, I did it? It makes me want to do it again. It, I, I want to go do it again, and you know, the so land's not going to be good about you driving 110 miles with Ferris <laughs> in the car. I just want you to know. Yeah, Julie's going to have to sell some eggs for um, <laughs> <laughs> me to get one of these cars. <laughs> She's you mean very, like they do at Publix? <laughs> she's very good at dyeing eggs. They're very pretty. Some people would buy them. Yeah. So she's she's going to have to sell her Fabergé eggs. Yeah. No, it's just it, the itch. Yeah, of how I'd love to own one of these cars. I know I'd never get to drive it like this. I just want to go do it again. And I would also want um, to not only drive the, a Lamborghini to just to see how it is, but I, I want to drive the Ferrari again and try to top my lap time. I don't think I'm going to go faster than 121. How fast will it go? There's no, there's no speed limit. I did. I was in when I was in the uh, manual mode. I said, "What? It, you know, is this six gears?" He said, "No, it's a seven, seven gears." Um, I said, "All right, well, and will I get up to six? He goes, "No, you, you're not going to get past five. How does he know? He's a professional. He knows. He knows what this track can handle yeah. and how fast you can get up in this car before you need to slow down. Yeah. I mean, that track goes by really fast, and before you know it, especially going 120 miles an hour, that you need to stop quick in no time. So you'd, like, tap the brake, and it... Well, just just when I started getting up there, he's like, all right, now start slowing down. I'm like, oh, God. Well, how do you know how hard to tap the brake without... Well, that's why you know, use, your, use your first two laps to get the feel of the car, get the feel of the track, and then as you start building up a little bit more confidence, you know, then you can start taking the car to the limit. They They say when you look at your lap time on the video it should decrease gradually where your last lap should be your fastest lap and yeah, you should you've confidence yeah you're confident i mean i looked at my first lap i think i was i think i was going like 60 miles an hour well did it like on, on the back stretch and i thought i was going fast yeah. but when i looked at it, i'm like wow i wasn't going that fast on the first lap but i was a nervous wreck i was the adrenaline was flowing i'm driving this car that's really expensive and, Didn't but, it freak you that the everything was covered up and you couldn't see? No, no. You, you look at the road constantly. I mean, you're constantly looking at the road, even in the. Um, you the, think about it. You don't have to watch. You don't have to check your rear view mirror, your side view yeah. mirrors. Right. Well, you do. Like there's other cars no, on the road, he, that's, though. That's, yeah, they call. Job. They call ahead. Right. You'll, you'll Wouldn't know. that be cool on the road to call ahead? You'll know <laughs> that. Uh, on start. That you have to pass make somebody. Make the Corolla move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had this down pat. Do you ever see the old coach show that? They sent him, his wife got him that experience, and he thought he did, you know, he went so fast, and it turned out he went like 60 yeah. or something, and then as he like sort of like relaxed, then he got it up to Yeah, to my speed. sister and I did this in a little simulator car one time, and 
we thought we were screaming memes, screaming our heads off, thinking we were flying, and we were in the grassy knoll doing twenty five, freaking out because we were going so fast. There's a oh, and then metaphor. <laughs> yeah, and then on the way home, I hop in the Mazda. I'm on I-4. It was like I was pushing a grocery cart. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I was going to say, my PT Cruiser goes all the way up to like, man, all four cylinders. Woo, boy. Um, but that's also another way that if, if you have, like, tendencies that you want to drive fast. Oh, and I do, and I did. But, I mean, here's a safe place to go do it in a car that can handle it rather than trying to do that in your car. Plus, you had a professional sitting beside you. I mean, oh, absolutely. what better way to, to get a taste of it? Yeah, you don't have to drive fast on I-4 and lose the person trying to follow you. Yeah, that too. Yeah, this is something else. I mean, this has a, for, for, men, yes, it for, for men and women. It has a very, very broad appeal. I think that, yeah. I mean, just look at Kathy getting excited. About I'm not it. saying that Richard Petty's not, but I think this has, uh, More of a, yeah, yeah. This has broader, a broader appeal right. for sure. Just because it's so accessible. The car's accessible. Um, the price, you have to you have to justify that on your own. But... <laughs> This is this is a once in a lifetime experience. Very cool. Sounds very exciting. Thank you very much, Corey, for sharing that experience with us. That'll do it for this segment. And that'll do it for this episode of the Diz Unplugged. Thank you everybody for listening and stay tuned for our next episode. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to the Diz Unplugged. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for the week of January 18th, 2012. I'm John Magi, and I'll be your host this week, and I'm joined by our Orlando team, Kevin Close, Corey Martin, Teresa Eccles, Kathy Whirling, and Max the Intern working the controls. In this segment, Kevin Close is going to have a review, a re-review of the Yachtsman Steakhouse at Disney's Yacht Club Resort. Take it away, Kevin. I actually have, before I start that, I have an update for uh, what Mr. Obama, President Obama, will be doing. Is this just like you're going to update everybody? <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. As a matter of fact, I am. Uh, it's my understanding that extra magic hours just were scheduled to... at the Magic Kingdom that day. Those have been canceled. Correct. They are putting extra magic hours and the fireworks at Disney Hollywood Studios, Epcot, and Animal Kingdom. It's my understanding that President Obama has between 7 a.m. and 3 p.m., to visit the Magic Kingdom, he's also going to be making a speech. The common thought here is that he'll be doing that at the Contemporary Resort. There's also some speculation that the family will stay longer and that by canceling that Magic Hours, they would be drawing people away from the Magic Kingdom so it won't be as crowded. The 3 o'clock parade has also been moved till 3.30. If you're headed to the Magic Kingdom, and I realize we're not giving you much time, but we're reporting this as we hear about it, there will be delays. If you're trying to get to the contemporary and the president is going to the contemporary, I imagine all service to the contemporary will be cut off. If you're going to the Magic Kingdom and the first family is walking through the Magic Kingdom, I imagine there will be delays everywhere you go. So just be patient on Thursday. You might want to consider walking in or going to a different park mm-hmm. that day. Um, so that's the update that we know as, at, as of this point. All right. This is oh, by that that was reported by the Orlando Sentinel. That's not rumor. The Sentinel's reporting it. All right, on to the review. We recently had dinner with uh, Kristen, uh, who is one of our listeners, and bid on one of our dining reviews at the Meat in Virginia, I believe. So we uh, went to the Yachtsman, and we had 
we love the Yachtsman. So we went in having great hopes and great expectations. Kristen had never been there before. There are eight different appetizers at the Yachtsman. There's, uh, there's oysters. There's an assortment of artisanal cheeses, a Caesar salad, lobster bisque, roasted beets, a steakhouse wedge, and a charcuterie board. We started with Kristen had the lobster bisque. I had the shrimp and grits, and John ordered the charcuterie board and the artisanal cheeses for the entire table to share. Everybody seemed to love what they had. The artisanal cheeses were terrific. The charcuterie board was very popular with everybody, all of us at the table. Kristen loved her lobster bisque, and I ordered the new, uh, the new appetizer, the shrimp and grits. It's jumbo prawns, buttery hominy grits, mangalista pork sausage, mushroom ragu, and creole butter sauce. All of those things sounded fairly good. This was a $17 appetizer. They brought me out a plate with three prawns on it that had their head and their feet and their whiskers. After I was done cleaning them, I had about an inch and a half of shrimp. It was one of those things where they came out, they actually looked like the Grinch's fingers. They were all like spindly and red and had antennas and eyes and looking at you. I just That's how we used to get our shrimp when we lived over in Africa. When you went to the market, they gave it to you, like the whole thing. And by the time you peeled everything off, you hardly had any shrimp. See, I'm used to eating crawfish, so that's African, kind of the same, you know. African peeling shrimp. A full body and a little, little bit of tail meat. This was, I thought this was wildly overpriced. You got three shrimp. There was a small pile of grits on the plate and and some mushrooms. I This is going to be a common theme through this. I ordered poorly. This is, for my opinion, this is part of that whole pretentiousness thing. You know, you shouldn't have to disassemble your food. It should come pre-prepared. A couple of, about a month or so ago, we had went to the Yachtsman uh, with some other folks, and I had their beet appetizer. Read their beet appetizer. It has uh, heirloom baby beets, herbed creme fraiche, almond cocoa soil, crystal lettuce, watermelon radish, and liquefied beet raviolis. Now, okay. first of all, we were absolutely in, enthralled with almond cocoa soil. These were beets, and on the plate there was a thin line of crushed up almonds with cocoa, so it looked like dirt. Like the beets and were the beets out. were laying in the dirt. They've changed the wording. The liquefied beet raviolis were called liquefied beet balls the last time. Spheres, Spheres, balls. Well, when we ate there, when was that? October. October, November. November. I had the the appetizer I had was the um, tomato mozzarella. Basically, it was tomato and mozzarella, but they had done it in so many different ways. And one of them had some sort of dust. It sounded like your dirt. It was like olive oil dust. And then it had this big balloon of mozzarella that looked like a someone's, you know, lung or something on the plate. I mean, it was polyp. It was good. Well, but. when we had these liquefied beet spheres, the server was enthralled with telling us about it, and they were about size of a about dime. the size. Oh, they were a little bit bigger than yeah. that. I was going to say they were about the size of a quarter, and it was made with that, you know, chemistry, and you put them in your mouth. And it was this little ball, and when you sort of bit into it, it exploded, and it was beet juice in the middle of it. 
Oh wow! I mean, they have yeah. a real young chef there. I think he's real. He's trying some new stuff. Real, yeah. But I mean, I got to tell you, there's there this this menu and some of the food on this menu is so perfect. It's almost like don't mess with it. Yeah. Well, don't don't get pretentious on us. I, in my opinion, avoid the shrimp and grits. It's seventeen dollars, and it's really not worth it. And everything else was so good. Uh, everything else on the table was terrific. So. Again, $17 for a shrimp and grits appetizer. It just... And Kristen, Kristen didn't care for her. She had the soup, and it come, came with like a little crouton cracker with some kind of spread on it. It came with Herbe de Provence biscuit and roe chantilly. What soup does she have? Uh, the lobster bisque. Really? Mm-hmm. Did they mess with it? Well, they've put a slice of toast across the top of it. They call it an Herbe de Provence biscuit, and it came with roe chantilly. And it was this big dollop. It looked like creme fraiche. It could have been cream cheese. She tasted it and kind of scraped it off the I bread think we and had moved that it aside. We went. I know yeah. I had the lobster bisque. She didn't care for that. Loved the lobster. And again, the assortment of cheeses and the charcuterie board. On the charcuterie board, there was smoked duck sausage, wild boar terrine, mangalista pork roulettes, chicken pate, sapersada, artisanal cheese, and accoutrement. And it was. It was basically sliced deli meat. It was really good. It was really good with their pull-apart rolls and their little sourdough rolls that they serve. Again, there's 10 different entrees. We moved on to entrees. Uh, John had the ribeye, the New York strip. I don't remember what you had. The New York strip. Okay. Kristen was unconvinced whether she should order the scallops or the center-cut filet mignon. And John talked to the waiter and uh, server, and the server went over and spoke to the chef, and they combined this for her. Oh, she had a filet mignon nice. and a couple of the scallops, so she got to try both. So they were very accommodating. Couldn't say enough nice things about how good they were about making sure that she had exactly what she wanted. I ordered the beef Wellington deconstructed. Again, it's a brand new on uh, app- or brand new entree. It was $45. It was a trio of wild mushroom duckzels, puff pastry, parsnips, potatoes, carrots, and Cabernet wine sauce with some beef. And instead of making this all one thing and covering it with puff pastry, sort of like a beef pot pie kind of a thing, they decided to do the same thing but spread it out into little piles around your plate. Again, I understand that they're trying to be creative. This was not a $45 entree. Mm. I had what looked like little piles of cat food. And Mm. one of the things that everything had a good taste, but one of the the things that people love about things like uh, Beef Beef Wellington Wellington. is that all of the flavors meld. Together. And this wasn't. You kind of had to... I spent a lot of time trying to reconstruct it. <laughs> uh, no, there was no complaints about anybody else's entree, and I don't want to say that this was a bit. This is not a bad review. I had an appetizer that I thought was pretentious and overpriced, and I had an entree that I thought was pretentious and overpriced. There comes a point when the experience of what you're eating has to equal the price. And if you can sit there and sort of tell somebody, and everybody you're taking, like John and Kristen both did, how good the food you're eating is, if you're working at trying to make it better, trying to, you know, I had a pile of shrimp remains that was much larger than what my actual uh, 
appetizer was. I had a very small portion of food and a huge pile of debris. And they, they, I finally said to the, the server, could you take these away? So, again, I wouldn't, I strongly wouldn't recommend that you try the new entrees and appetizers. Stick with the stuff that's been around for a while. This is a very, very good restaurant. We had some sides, which were always killer. Sides are so good. We had the truffle mac and cheese, which is orichetti pasta and cheese. There's a name here that I don't know how to pronounce. Rape an hour. And then we ordered the roasted cauliflower with ha- hazelnut polonaise, oven-dried grapes, verjus, and hazelnut oil. That sounds I, good. I, I'm sorry. If you like, if this this makes cauliflower appetizing to just about everyone. Kristen had told us she had never had cooked cauliflower, always had it raw, wow, okay. like from a salad bar kind yeah. of thing. And she kind of looked at us and went, okay, this is really good. Maybe I'll start eating cooked cauliflower. And I thought, well... Not everybody has oven-dried grapes and hazelnut polonaise at home to make their cauliflower taste better. But, again, from the service to the atmosphere to the level of quality, the quality level of the food, the Yachtsman is a a great place to have dinner. I would strongly recommend you wait until they've tested out their entrees. I don't imagine either of these, if they're looking for guest feedback, I don't imagine either of these will be around long. My appetizer and my entree were $63, and I didn't care. It was, in my opinion, it was not worth the value. We had dessert before we left, and we ordered the peanut butter and pretzel chocolate cake, which is salted caramel gelato with a chocolate liquid ganache over peanut butter and chocolate cake. And Kristen had not brought her dad to the dinner. Her dad was home watching her son back at the hotel. So we made sure that dad got a piece of the chocolate cake to take home Mm. so she could share her experience with him. Again, uh, they also had a, John had a press pot of coffee. Good coffee? Awesome coffee. Great, great coffee. I think it was even decaf. It was was a press pot of decaf coffee. Again, this is. It's an expense. It's not a cheap restaurant. But I think if you um, consider the fact that you're going to a steakhouse and you stick with some things that are more tried and true, I think you'll have a better experience. I don't want to ever talk people out of trying something that they haven't tried before. So you've been there before. So that's why y'all were so open to trying different I was. Things. Yeah. I was. I assumed. Oh, I wasn't. I always <laughs> no, John knew what he was going to have before we ever left the mm-hmm. house. I was willing to try something different just to see if it was impressive or not. And in my opinion, both of these failed on a bunch of different levels. But I think this guy is just trying to be a little frou-frou-y because he came out yeah, he and was. he came to the table and, entered, you know, cause, and I thanked him for my pretty little tomato and mozzarella thingy. And, you know. Yeah, because didn't you order something else and it wasn't quite warm enough or it was cold one of our one of the sides we ordered came out and it was freezing cold that's unusual because yeah. usually they come out in those cast iron well, pan- it pots. came out in a little pot but when we i don't even remember what it was yeah, i don't remember now it was a vegetable came- and it was uh, it was stone cold so he came over and apologized you know i'm very nice but i don't you know the rest of the food was good but then he asked what you thought of your yeah. appetizer and stuff and it really had- seemed like he he was interested in yeah. what he had to say i didn't i, I didn't explain to them that I didn't like this and I don't want you to think I mean I didn't it wasn't inedible it just 
both value. The, yeah, both of the entrees on the table that weren't mine looked better than what I had. We also had a really good sugar-free cake there. Yeah, that was good too. And I don't know if that's on the menu or they had. I know they had ordered it ahead of time, but it was really good. Was it sugar-free or no sugar added? Because it's actually different. They have a bunch of no sugar added desserts. Well, this was an entire cake. Oh, then you ordered ahead of time. Yeah, yeah, it was like an entire huge block of cake. They did have a habanero-infused flourless chocolate cake with mango compote and lime sorbet. And it says this item is produced with no added sugar. No, it sounds like they had a special dessert made for them. So, again, I don't want to dissuade anybody from going to the Yatsman Steakhouse. The Yatsman is a great location. It's – I'm sorry? So it's incredible. It's incredible. It's one of my favorites. I just would, as I said, just try the stuff that's tried and true. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you, Kevin. That will do it for this segment. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of the Diz Unplugged. Stay tuned. We have much more for you this week.